Ooh. Ooh. And all right, looks like Jerry just checked out the raise hand thing. What's your question? Uh, no, I just wanted to see how it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Green Team Academy podcast, episode 71, how to use Zoom meetings to stay connected. Hey, are you ready to make a positive impact for the planet? If so, then you're in the right place. My name is Joan Gregerson, and I am an eco-nut. Thanks for joining me today, and don't forget to head over to the greenteamacademy.com website to pick up plenty of other resources to help you on your way. And with that, let's get started. Hey, Green Team, what's up? So nice to be hanging out with you today. Um, in this episode of the podcast, doing something super important, you know, we are social distancing, uh, trying to self-isolate all these things that, uh, really make it hard to, to just to function and to not be able to do all the things that we normally would do. And so I wanted to bring you this tutorial on how to use Zoom so that you can stay connected. So uh, what's going to be coming up next is a live Zoom meeting that I did as a tutorial to show you how to use Zoom meetings. So that was kind of fun. Um, it was really fun, actually. But what I did realize that was when I was recording it, there were certain things that I couldn't show you because it wasn't catching that on the recording. And there's a few things that I didn't say very clearly. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit of an intro to catch you up on all that stuff. And the other thing I want you to notice is that, that I messed up a lot of places here and there. I didn't know all the answers of everything. I was confused. But the, the thing about doing hopping on a Zoom meeting and doing it live is that it is a way to stay connected and is more about that than trying to do everything perfectly. So I'll talk about that a little bit more on the live part of it, but um, just wanted to, to remind you that's what it's about, is having this connection, showing people that you care, and Zoom meetings are a really great way to do that. So before we dive into that piece of it, let me catch you up on the things that I messed up or wasn't able to do on the live part first. Um, so the, one of the things is that this menu bar wasn't showing up on the recording. So I thought that's, that's important. If you want to be hosting zoom meetings, um, and I'm just trying to talk you through it, it's a little confusing. So one thing to know, um, I have a love hate relationship with the control, uh, <laughs> the controls in zoom because they, it seems like I can't find them when I need them. And then when, when they're stuck, they're sometimes like right in the way where I don't want them to be. But anyhow, if you can't find the controls, then you can just um, move your cursor and they'll pop up. So I'm going to show you what the controls look like first on a desktop. And so uh, it should pop up along the bottom for most people. And you'll see the first thing is the microphone. And you can see right there, the levels are changing. So that's showing it's catching my sound. Um, this was a question that people sent ahead of time and I forgot to address as well, which is what do you need for sound? And honestly, nowadays, like whatever you use is probably fine. Whether you join through the app on your phone or you use the mic at your computer, if you're just sitting right in front of it, it's probably fine for most of what you're doing. I have this microphone that I use for the podcast. Um, but another thing that you can do is just use what your earphones that you would and microphone if you have something like that you plug into your phone. That's generally really good quality um, and plenty for most of what you want to do. Um, so then next is um, this, this thing right here is super important. Let's say that you're starting a meeting and somebody says, oh, I can't hear you or, um, you know, or you can't hear them. So a really good thing to know is to tell them to look at the little up arrow beside the microphone. And so the way that you can do that is you go over into the chat and you just leave them a message 
and say, um, and you tell them right there in the chat, hey, look for the up arrow next to your microphone, should be in the lower left of your screen. So once they do that, then the cool thing is it's gonna show you which microphone is selected, which speakers, but the just tell them to go test speaker and microphone. And so it's gonna play a ringtone. If you're not hearing it, then you can just change the speaker there until you do. So that's kind of cool. So I'm gonna say, yes, I do hear that. Do you hear that? And now it's gonna record what I'm saying. And now it's gonna record what I'm saying. <laughs> and so I can hear it, so I say yes. If I wasn't, if I didn't, then I could go ahead and change the microphone um, right there. So that is super cool to know, tell people, the click on the up arrow next to the microphone and um, go to test your speaker and microphone. Okay, next is where you can start and stop your video. If your controls, um, if your, your service is not good, you can sometimes, sometimes turning off the video will allow you to stay on by sound. Um, or, you know, if people are running around doing stuff and they don't want to um, disturb you, um, they, you can turn off your, your video. Okay. All right. So then next is the, um, the invite. And so this is, let's say you have a meeting going and then we find out one more person wants to join it. Then if you click on that little invite, a separate box is going to pop up. Let me pull this over so you see it. And then if you copy the URL, that's great. They can just click on that link and join it. But if they want to maybe call in or something, then copy the whole invitation. And then these things don't usually work for me. So I just go back into my browser, open my email and email it to them then or send it by Facebook Messenger or something. Manage participants, that is either gonna open or close that side bar that's gonna show you your participants. Um, and so then you can go over and rename them, mute them, allow them to record, stuff like that. The polls, we actually did use that in the, in the live part, so you'll see that part. Share screen, we talked about, um, and chat, record, breakout rooms, and reactions. The reactions, we're gonna talk more about that in the live part, and we're gonna also, we also tested out the breakout room, so that was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, maybe I should just show you the breakout rooms on this side, because we weren't able to do that um, I wasn't able to show people. So basically it's just so crazy easy. It's really neat. Let's say you have 20 people and you want to make sure that people have talk time. So let's say you break them up into groups of three or four. You can just go in here and say how many rooms you want to break them up into. So you've got 20 people, you want them in groups of three or four. So maybe you do five or six rooms, something. Um, and if you do automatically and create room, it will just automatically, people will just show up in a room <laughs> with a few other folks. And then later you can go back and call them all back and it will give them a minute warning um, of when that's gonna happen. So let's see, I wonder, it's probably not even gonna let me do it because, okay, it does. All right, that's neat. So it, these options are kind of neat too. Um, you can move all the participants into breakout rooms automatically. You can allow the participants to come back into the main session if they don't want to be in the breakout. And you can say, you can close it after a certain amount of time. So if you want to say, okay, everybody, go into your sessions, introduce yourself, tell them why you decided to come today, and we're going to come back here in five minutes. So you just set that, um, and then this shows the countdown timer. So it's gonna let them know 60 seconds before it'll count down, and then they'll just all start popping back up into the, the main space. It's pretty cool. It's a really good way to keep interaction going. Um, and the last, last thing is the reactions. So when I click this, you'll see it up in the upper left-hand side, this little clap 
that comes up there. So if you're like, yay, <laughs> that's what that's for. And then there's end meeting. All right, so that was one thing that I wanted to show you. Um, the next thing is, let me go, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen. And this was kind of crazy. We had such a hard time figuring out where the chat was on a couple of people who joined on their phone. And so, you know, if you're on your desktop, it's pretty easy to see that little chat bubble and, and just click on it. But, um, so that's where that is right there. You can click on this thing that says everyone. Maybe you just want to chat to the person that's organizing it. You don't want it to go to everyone. You just want to tell them, hey, you know, I'm going to be driving now, so I won't be able to respond. Um, thanks for the meeting, something. So you can send that to just the organizer. You can send it to everyone. Um, this is what happens if there is a chat going. You'll see it flashing like that. Uh, one of the things with Zoom, when you're sharing your screen, you can't see the chat. So if that's the case, you can just tell people, hey, I'm not going to be able to see the chat while I'm sharing my screen. So if you have something to say about what we're doing right then, just unmute yourself and speak up if that's what you want them to do. When you are screen sharing, then you the only way to find chat is you're going to have these three little dots on uh, up here. So you're going to be able to go up here and then um, so at the top of the screen. So now that I'm sharing, my controls moved. So that's why it gets kind of confusing. They were at the bottom, but now that I'm sharing, they're at the top. And so if you click on chat, you'll find it under the three dots of more. And then it's this little floating thing, and then you might close it. So if somebody replies in chat, you, you're not gonna be able to see it when you're sharing your screen. Um, so that's kind of a, just something to work around when you're doing your, your Zoom stuff. Um, okay, so, this was the kicker. We had two different people that could not find the chat. And I was saying, oh, well, how about, are there like three little buttons that you could click on? But the, the thing is, that's not where the chat is. <laughs> the chat is actually, um, you have to click participants. And then from participants, it's going to bring up chat or invite. And then once you're in chat, you can do the same thing where you can say who you're going to send the chat message to. Um, but that was kind of a key thing. So if you have people that are joining on the phone, they're not able to find their chat, tell them to look under participants. All right. So then the last thing I wanted to say this, I feel like I also confuse people on this. Um, <laughs> there's uh, hotkeys and keyboard shortcuts. So if you find that when you're doing your meeting, you keep getting confused because you can't find the controls when you need them, then you're the kind of person that might want to have to get good with the keyboard shortcuts. So I'll leave the link in the show notes, but also you can just go to the Zoom site or search for Zoom keyboard shortcuts. Um, the tricky thing is that they are different depending on if you're using Windows or Mac or Linux or an iPad. Um, so whichever it is, let's say if you're on Windows and you can also change them. And I think that's maybe why I got mixed up in there. But anyhow, here are the, the standard keyboard shortcuts. Um, some of them I think that are most valuable is Alt-A to mute your own audio. And if you're to mute and unmute, so Alt-A, Alt-A. And then um, if you are the host, Alt-M should mute and unmute everybody else. I actually tried that on there and it wasn't working for me. So could have been, I don't know, maybe I was doing control A or something in the heat of everything. Um, Alt S is to initiate the share. Uh, Alt R is to start or stop the recording. And um, Alt I is to open the invite window. So just again, if you if you feel like you're having troubles finding the controls, it might be helpful to write some of those down and try them out and see if that makes it easier for you. 
All right, so I think that is the main stuff that I didn't get a chance to cover well. And so with that, I'm gonna go right up here and click on Stop Share and go drop you back into the live tutorial that we did. Um, and you know, you'll know, you see like the, the interactions. I feel like sometimes the, the errors that I made um, and asking each other to help each other figure it out. That's actually what kind of builds the camaraderie. So definitely don't be too hard on yourself and don't feel like you have to have it all figured out for sure. All right, so with that, thanks so much for joining and I'm really happy to have had this opportunity to share this super cool tool with you in the live part. We'll go through a lot of the pricing and what Zoom meetings compared to Zoom webinars and some other stuff in there. All right, so have a great day and um, I'll drop you back into what I recorded for the live meeting. Hey, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to see, Jimmy, if we're going to see your face or your t-shirt. <laughs> I'm making coffee also. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, as we're getting started, just know that uh, anytime, if you, you can mute your own, um, your, yourself, and you can also stop your video, come on and off as you want. Because, you know, if you want to do aerobics in the background while we're talking <laughs> and you think it might be distracting, um, then we could do that. And let's see here. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to get started, get going. All right. Are you guys able to see my screen now? How to use Zoom meetings to stay connected? Yes. Okay, good. Yep. And I can't. <laughs> awesome. I'm so glad everybody's here today. This is a super cool thing, especially in these uh, wild and crazy times in which we are uh, experiencing. And um, so the, what we're going to be doing is just figuring out the basics of how to use Zoom. I got some questions coming in about some more advanced things. I probably won't be getting to that today, just so you know. I'll be doing a little bit, um, but yeah, if you can find the chat and uh, introduce yourself um, and just let us know who you're, what you're interested in doing. I saw Donna, you were talking about doing virtual wine tastings, right? Uh, I saw a lot of interesting things in the survey that came in of what people were doing. So if you feel like introducing yourself, um, feel free to do that where you're joining from. Hi again, Lola. Um, yeah, this is neat. Jimmy's in Denver. I'm also in Denver. I'm Kathy Hatt. I'm in um, Denver. I'm, I'm with Lower United Neighborhoods. Oh, nice. So awesome. trying, to, trying to figure out how we can stay connected for the next couple of months. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Um, okay, so we've got lots of folks. I'm going to answer this call because it's someone who is going to be joining our thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's, that sounds good. That sounds good. Okay, all right, hope you hop on soon. I, I'm on the call now, so I'll have to get off. Okay, bye. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is great. Okay, well, this is cool. <laughs> This is what I like about um, what I like about doing this live stuff is that you know you never know <laughs> what's going to happen, and uh, that's actually my first my first message is that what we're doing here is about love <laughs> that we're just going to connect what what the Zoom meetings are good for, especially in this time, but in all times is um, we're just connecting and we're just chatting and we're um, one thing that you'll know I'll, I'll kind of flip with that later but it's not about the tech all working perfectly we don't want to set that as a priority for ourselves because 
if if that's our definition of success, we're going to be disappointed. So what Zoom is good for is having a place where you can show that you care about each other and come together in as best as you can in that moment. Um, so just before we jump in, I just want to let you know who I am, Joan Gregerson. I'm the founder of something called Green Team Academy. I help people start and grow green teams to make an impact for the climate, for the environment. Um, I A few people ask me questions about, like, as if I'm representing Zoom. I'm not. I'm just sharing this thing that I think is something that, that we can all use in these times. Um, I have no idea if it's going to crash now that so many people are needing something like this. I haven't had any issues with it yet, but, you know, Every, things seem to be changing day day by day here. Um, so my background in this is just that, um, okay, Michelle said she lost her sound. You can also, if, if things were working and they don't, you can always get out and rejoin the link again um, if sometimes that can help. Um, but my background is this, is just I've been playing around for a few years with all these online events. So today I'm using the Zoom meeting um, on Saturday. Tomorrow I'm doing an event with um, Zoom webinar. So that's a little different format. And then when we're doing the Earth Week Summit, I'm going to be doing webinar jam. So just so you know, there's lots of different ways to do things. So if you find limitations with one tool, then there's probably another one um, that can help you. So um, the goal for today's session is that the, pretty much when, when people responded why they wanted to join, it was because they wanted to be more comfortable using Zoom to stay connected in all the different ways that we're trying to move online or um, expand what we're doing connect with people that we maybe used to meet with in person or some other way. Um, so it's going to be experiential. It's going to be collaborative. I don't have all the answers to everything. Um, and it's going to be fun. Oh, great question. Um, so Jerry just asked, how do you turn the recording on or off? Thank you for saying that. Um, this is good because, um, let's see here, where is my record? Joan, the record is in the bottom right hand. It's kind of funny because when I'm sharing, there's like less of my, um, oh, okay, so we already are recording. That's why. So I set it up to automatically record. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to stop the recording for a second here. Stop the. I don't know, not working, recording to my computer. All right, so I'll go back, do a little intro, and add that to that. But um, we'll go ahead and continue on. Okay, so let me get back here. Okay, so the goal for today's session is that everybody that, uh, that you experience this, that you just feel more comfortable using Zoom meetings to stay connected. The way we're going to do that is experiential, collaborative, and making it fun. And again, this goes back to this initial idea, which was that a lot of times when we're worrying about the tech stuff, we can kind of give off a negative vibe because we're so concerned about everything. Um, and so just to remember what we want is like a positive connecting vibe and um, to not worry about all the, the details that are gonna definitely go wrong. So here's my, my three key points to start with. Number one, mistakes will be made. Technology will fail, that's okay. You heard a little earlier, my friend called, said, I can't get on. I mean, that's so sad because <laughs> I want to, you know, I want to make sure that she's okay, but I can't, I can't do all that at once. So I'll record it. I'll get back with her. So that's the thing that it will fail and that's totally okay. 
we'll, you know, we'll figure things out. Um, but the thing is that the more quickly you fail, the more often you fail, the better you're going to get at it and the more you're going to be able to do, the more you're going to be able to connect with people. Um, and the, the last point is there is no perfect solution. Each of the platforms that I use have problems that I see, things that I wish they would do differently, and that's totally fine because good enough is good enough for doing this. So if you feel like, wow, why doesn't it do this? You might be able to find that it actually does somewhere in the settings, or if it doesn't, you can still manage and get through it. All right, um, so here's what we're going to look at today is we're going to look at the features, um, talking about the sweet spot of what Zoom meetings are good for, look at how you set up a meeting, talk about the difference between the free and the paid versions, Zoom meetings versus Zoom webinars, setting up your preferences, how you can kind of go one step level, one step further by integrating with Zapier um, and doing talking about your questions and upcoming events. Um, so the features, what we'll be doing is trying those out together. Um, and so for the first one, I want to um, try out the, the breakout rooms. And so in the breakout rooms, what we'll do is I'm going to break you up into groups of three. I'm not sure how many people will be on at the moment we break up. So you might have two, you might have four. And um, so I'm going to send you into a breakout room with a total of about three people. And in those breakout rooms, I would just like you to introduce yourself, tell kind of what you said here, um, where, where you're joining from, your name, what your interest is in doing this. And then, you know, we're living in a really wild and crazy time, right? Um, and a lot of us are isolated. So, I'd like you to take another minute or so and just, you know, talk a little bit about what's going on where you are. So I'm going to send you into a breakout room um, for five minutes. And uh, so once you get there, you want to unmute your mic so that you can speak to people. And the way I do this is when you're hosting and this is the free version and everything has this. Along in that bottom bar, breakout rooms is one of the choices. So I'm just pushing this. It says assign 26 participants into um, how many rooms? And so I will say, let's see, okay, 26, 27. We have a number changing around here. Nine rooms. It's just going to divide you up automatically. There's also an option here to do it manually. So if you want to set people up in specific groups, like you have a large committee and then they, you want to meet, have them meet in separate committees, you can assign that individually. But otherwise, I'm just going to send you into the group for five minutes, and then after that, I'll bring you back. Will you show us how to, how to do the breakout rooms? Yeah, I'm going to send you in there, and then I'm going to bring you back. Um, but as far as how to do it, yes. it's, it's just I can't share this part of my screen because it's not it's within Zoom. Okay. So uh, we're just kind of talking you through it. On the menu bar at the bottom, it says breakout rooms. You click it, and it says assign 27 participants into, and then has a blank. How many rooms? So you, I'm going to enter the number nine, and then it's going to say automatically or manually. If, it's a, if I choose manually, it's going to give me a list of all participants, and I assign them one by one to whichever room I want. In my case, I'm just going to say automatically and let it break you up randomly so that you meet somebody for a few minutes um, and chat. All right, so is everybody ready? And then I promise I'll bring you back. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, see you soon. Okay, let's see. It looks, yep. There we go. Okay. left my breakout room accidentally. 
Oh, that's totally fine. We're cool. <laughs> We're all back here. <laughs> I clicked something I shouldn't have clicked. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So everybody's filtering back. That's cool. Hey, Joan. Yeah. Hi, this is Lauren. Um, I just wanted to mention, you might want to mention to folks that when when they host a meeting, they'll see those meeting controls, whereas when you're a participant, you don't see them. So they'll be able to see, see how to do all the things you were doing. Yes. Very good point. We'll say that again when everybody hops back in here. Yeah, that was my question too. You're the only one seeing those things because you're the leader, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. That was fun, by the way. I enjoyed those breakout rooms. <laughs> those are, that's cool, isn't it? Very fun. It was nice to meet some people. Right. Right. Um, yeah, so a couple quick things before we move on. So the first thing that I didn't, I forgot to mention that when you are the host, you're going to have more controls than a participant. And so breakout rooms is one of them. Um, and so when you're a host, you'll be able to see that. And when you're a participant, you won't be able to. Um, but yeah, it's pretty easy there. The other thing I wanted to mention about breakout rooms in general is just this idea of um, that I learned as it was called reduced teacher talk time. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, when I was going through engineering school, uh, you know, I just sat there and listened to professors for one class after the next. When I got taught, when I got certified to be an English teacher, we had this thing called reduced teacher talk time. And what it was, was that you got measured on how much time you were talking compared to the students and your score was lower for the more time that you took. And it's because of interaction and the amount of time that your students are able to talk and listen to each other. So I always think about that when I run a meeting is how do I reduce teacher talk time? And um, so doing that breakout room thing a couple times throughout um, the, the session is a really good way to do it. And um, so it's really nice feature. Okay, so now we're going to go look at um, the different plans here that Zoom has. And as I said, I'm not associated with Zoom. I'm just kind of letting you know. Um, if you if you're doing, um, you can definitely sign up for the free version. And the cool thing about that is there is not a limit. If you if your meeting is under 40 minutes, you can have as many as 100 people on that. So let's say you're working with, I don't know, a group of students or somebody that, you know, you just don't want to sign up for that $15 a month. You can do this if your meetings are short. Right now we're at 30 minutes, just so to give you a sense of it. Um, if you... If you do a one-to-one -one meeting though, there's no time limit. So if you wanna do um, client coaching calls or you know just hop on your family and your mom, then you, there's, no limit, there's no time limit on that, on the free plan. So that's a good thing to know. Um, for the pro plan, then you can have more than two people for as long as you want. I mean, up to 24 hours. <laughs> I can't imagine somebody wanting to have a, long, a meter, meeting longer than that. If you have more than 100 participants, you can go up in price to add on to do that. Um, one thing that a lot of people don't realize, I know the first time I tried doing, I thought, I'll just use Zoom to do a webinar. And I called them and said, I can't figure out the way to just show my face or just the presenters and hide everyone else's face. And they said, yeah, that's not meetings. That's not Zoom meetings. That's Zoom webinar. So if you want to do more of a presentation and have everyone's face hidden, just have other people on chat, then you want a webinar. Okay. And so the webinar is an additional subscription of $40 per month is what it starts at. You can go up to higher, you can have as many as 10,000 people on a webinar. So if you, do, if you had a big community event planned where you think you're gonna have, I don't know, hundreds of people, 
then you probably don't want to do a meeting. You probably want to do a webinar. So that's just so that you know, if, you're, if you don't like this idea of having everybody on what we call like Brady Bunch style, where you can see everybody's faces, that's the main difference with um, going to a webinar. Hey, Joan, this is Tara. Yeah. So the webinar isn't free. You just can't, you have to have a paid subscription for that. Is that correct? It's actually a different subscription. That's a good question. So this is what I think is confusing about the way that Zoom does it. So there's the meeting, Zoom meetings. I feel like the words, they could have had more uh, different words to describe this, but Zoom meetings is what we're doing right now. Brady Bunch style. Zoom meetings, Brady Bunch. That's the, that's the thing. And so I worked as a coach for Noom. And we had Zoom meetings with a thousand people on there where you could see everybody's faces. They did this once a week. So if you want Brady Bunch style, you stay with Zoom meetings and you either start with free. If you want to go less than 40 minutes for a group or one-to-one -one meetings as long as you want, most people are probably going to end up at this $14.99 level if you're using it regularly, like, uh, you know, for your virtual wine tastings, or you're getting people from around the world, your family together or co-workers. If you want to go to webinar, it's a completely different subscription of $40 per month, at least. It's more if you want to go more than 100 people. I think those are US dollars. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Very good point. Where are you joining from? Was that Michelle? Canada. Yeah, Canada. Canada. Yes, very About good. Twenty dollars a month for pro. Yeah. Unless they reduced it on on behalf of this. <laughs> they might. They might increase the price. Actually. <laughs> hey, John, um, yeah. So this is Lauren. I wonder. I, I haven't ever tried this, but I wonder if you could get rid of the video if when you start your meeting or when you schedule your meeting, if you could disable video in the in the uh, site. Yes. Yeah. You can. So that would be that would be another way to do like a webinar if you didn't or a meeting if without video and then you just would have chat. Yeah. So that yeah. you wouldn't have to incur that cost. That's a good point. That's a good point. You'd still have all of the faces. Um, I mean, all the blocks there. I think I feel like it'd still be a little bit. Um, uh, Minimize those though, so it's just a little tiny bar on your screen. Yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're, the participant is the one that decides what their view is. Got it. Um, so it's, it will show, it does have the active speaker thing. So if we, if we went with Lauren's idea, that's a good idea that if you don't have, um, if you don't have the webinar, you could turn video off for everyone else. Um, and the person that's actively speaking would be, bigger if you pick the speaker view um, as one when for the people um, the participants the thing is you just can't control it to to make it a good experience I know when I was doing those things with Noom sometimes I couldn't find who was speaking because we had a thousand people or you know you're going screen after screen trying to find what was going on you could get lost a little bit um, in there um, so let's see, can you manage a speaker's list? You can, you can do things like you can change when you're doing Zoom webinar, you can, which I'm doing that tomorrow if anybody wants to hop on to my green team thing tomorrow. Um, when I'm doing Zoom webinar, I can promote a participant to a panelist which means instead of them just being in chat, they can come on and speak and share their video. Um, so that is an option. I'm just going to show you a couple quick things here on the setting on setting up a meeting. So once you're once you set up an account, you go to schedule a meeting. Um, then you can set it up here and do it really pretty quickly. Um, you know, set up your date and time. It doesn't, the duration doesn't really matter. 
if, if you set it up for an hour, you go an hour and a half, it's not going to cut you off. It's just that the invite is going to let people know that you're expecting it to be an hour. Um, what I did for you guys is I set up this registration to be required for this meeting. And that's why you had to sign up with your email address. Rarely do I use that because normally I'm doing it with some group I'm already familiar with. You know, if your, your committee is meeting, you just set it up without required and then you send the link later. Um, so here's where you can set up. This is really just when you're starting. If the participant's video is going to be on or off, um, but that can be changed during the, the session. Um, so what does that mean, the video on or off? That's just when you're starting, can the participants have their, uh, turn their um, videos on? Actually, I'm not really sure about that. If they can turn it on later, if that turns it off for the whole event, it might keep it off for the whole event, which would kind of go back to, what Lauren was saying. I think the other thing, you know, you guys, when I was getting ready for this Zoom tutorial, I was thinking, my God, there's like a lot of things I don't know. And, um, and I think that's fine. That's what Google is for, <laughs> and this collaborative idea. And the other thing is you can set up a meeting and test it. I was doing this last night. I set up a meeting and then I logged on in another browser and then tried things out. Um, another quick tip is if you do set up a meeting and people are concerned, they're not sure if their video is going to work, you can let them know um, that unless you, unless you set up this waiting room thing, so, so the normal setup, they can click on it ahead of time and check out their audio and video. So that's kind of a good thing to know. If you set up a general meeting, people can click that same link the day before test out their video and audio to make sure that it's um, that it's still working. Hey Joan, is that the enabled join before host link or is it, I missed that. Um, okay. So let's keep going down here. So generally you wouldn't require a meeting password. Um, I'm just going to leave that back on enabled join before host. What that is Tara is, um, this is really good to do if, let's say you're setting it up for your family or for a, a team that you're working on, you think you might be late and you want them to be able to go ahead and start the meeting without you, then you enable join before host. Otherwise, it's going to not let the meeting start until you are there. Great. That's helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Mute participants upon entry. Um, the, so some of these controls are not available on the free version. I don't remember exactly which ones, um, but this mute participants upon entry is kind of a nice one sometimes to keep everybody muted to start with. Um, I had my timer go off at 40 minutes just so we would have a feeling if you're doing the free version, that would be the end of your meeting. So you'd want to finish up before them. Um, Enable waiting room. What that means is that let's say that um, that you get on your meeting and you 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 don't want people joining before you don't want people starting the meeting before you're there, um, or you want to get into the meeting and make sure everything's set up right. Then you can start. You can do that. Enable waiting room, so that prevents people from starting the meeting before you're ready, before you have your screens, everything up. Um, record the meeting automatically. That can be kind of nice too. Alternate host. I think this has to be um, somebody that also has a Zoom account. I can't remember exactly on that. Um, but that's, that's basically all you've got there. The other thing is under settings, this is where you can set up some kind of neat things that can be um, helpful. One of the things that is nice over here is, you know, if you're, if you're always working, like let's say it's for your family meeting or your, your work or something, you can set it 
the default to be joined before host. So you can set the defaults here. Um, what's a waiting room? Can you dial in from Canada? Um, there are international calling numbers with Zoom. And when you, oh, I should have done that. Let me, let me go back to the meeting for a second. I feel like I, I kind of missed one thing there. Um, once you set up a meeting, you can, then this is where you go down into your, um, off to the right here, it says copy the invitation. And this whole thing is what you want to put. This looks a little weird because it's a series of meetings that I'm setting up. Um, but this is what you want to copy and put into, send out to anybody or put into a calendar invite. Like a lot of times I would just go into my calendar and start a new, create a new meeting. And in the description, I'm just going to paste this whole thing. The reason this is good is it has the phone numbers in there. And the question about international numbers, it has this, this last little line here says, find your local number. So there's a link here where if you're calling international, so you could highlight that. Oh, look, at they have like, this is interesting. They used to only have two phone numbers here. I wonder if Zoom is growing. Now they have six. Um, but there is, there is this link here that people can click on to see if there's a local number that they can use to dial in. That's another thing I really love about Zoom meetings is you don't have to join by computer. The people can join by phone. There's also an app you can use to join by your phone as well. Um, but if, if you're ever wanting to invite someone, I really recommend you, you copy the whole thing in there so it has these other phone numbers and stuff so that if people can't just use the link that they are able to, um, to, to find a way to join you. Okay. So Joan, on the yes. uh, email you sent me when I registered for the meeting, at the bottom of it, it has a, a link for international numbers. Oh, perfect. Okay, that's, I was thinking that. Okay, all right, that's great. I was thinking it was a little more obvious than what I'm seeing here. Thanks for letting me know, Jim. Um, you can also save uh, a meeting template. So once you have things set up the way you want, let's say, you know, you have a certain committee, you want it set up a certain way, you can save that. Um, and then, let's see, we were starting to look in the meeting, in the settings. So there's a few things in here. Um, mute participants on entry. So if, if you want to always keep people off to start with, you can do that. Upcoming meeting reminder. This is something you'll get the meeting, um, a meeting reminder. So you can set that up for yourself. Um, You know, what, what you want to set up for your chat. If you don't want to allow chat, you can set that there. If you want to save your chat, um, you can set it up to be able to, for people to be able to, to share files in the chat. I just turned this on yesterday. I didn't even know that was an option. Um, polling, allow host, screen sharing, Breakout rooms, you can actually set things up to, um, to start people in breakout rooms if you set it up this way. So just to let you know, there's a lot of stuff here in the settings. If you feel like there's something that you feel that you should be able to do, there's a pretty good chance that, that you can set it up here. Um, you can somewhere in here, I can't see it right now, you can set it so you're, when you join a meeting, you're automatically on mute. Um, and you can set whether your video is on or off when you, when you join. 
So let me get back here. Another thing that I wanted to show you, I'm going to stop the share for a second. I know we're, we're going kind of fast, but I want to remind you the, the main thing is connection and keeping the vibe high and not worrying about knowing everything. Um, so as, as the host here, one of the, the controls that you'll have is polls. And I created a poll ahead of time. Um, in that screen, it's just under polling under the in your meeting. So here's my poll. Can you guys see this poll? Yes. Yes. For anybody that might be on the phone, can't see it. Could somebody read it? Are you wearing shoes right now? <laughs> right. Are you wearing shoes right now? So I see. So go ahead and tell me. So see if you can uh, react to that. <laughs> And so as the host, I'm seeing, um, okay, 15 of 25 people have voted now. Um, and I've, the, the poll has been going for 39 seconds. Obviously, you could, you could do, uh, so Donna's saying, where do you set up the poll? It's just uh, in, the meeting, um, in the meeting setup. It's one of the, the functions in the meeting setup. You can actually set up your poll during your meeting as well. You can do it on the fly. So if you're, you have a bunch of people and you say, you know, should we meet on Friday or Saturday? You can set that. You can add it right there. I did it ahead of time. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and end the polling. We have 15 people that have. So what do you guys think? Is it going to be more with shoes or without shoes? Without Without. 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 I'm surprised how many people have shoes. <laughs> Slippers count? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, see, you should have had another. Okay. Okay. So can I you guys just finish the workout? So I still have my tennis shoes on. <laughs> Good for you. Wow. It's snowing here. I haven't gone out, put my shoes on yet. So can you guys see the results there? No. Oh, no. No. No? Okay. All right. Well, it says attendees are now viewing the poll results. You know what? I couldn't see it yesterday when I tried. Well, I guess I'll just tell you. Um, so we had eight people who are wearing shoes and 16 who are not. So it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's strange. I wasn't able to see the results yesterday, but I thought it's because I joined by browser. All right. Well, have no idea why that's why that's not working. And then I am using Webinar Jam to do this Earth Week Summit. This you can also find the link to from greenteamacademy.com or you can go to earthweeksummit.com. Tara is one of our presenters. Alexis is one of our presenters. Um, Beverly, who couldn't get on the call earlier, was one of our presenters. I don't know if there's anybody else here. Um, I think there's somebody from Lakewood the Lakewood Sustainability Program is going to be there. But the focus is grassroots climate action. So especially if you were thinking of doing something for Earth Day or you know somebody that was, this could be a cool thing to do. Um, so the way that I'm doing this is in the mornings we're doing um, webinars. I have a package where we can have up to 2,000 people have no idea if we'll have 20 or 100 or 1,000. Um, that's with Webinar Jam. And then in the evenings, we're doing Zoom meetings as our happy hours. So that's a way for people to jump on, and we'll be doing those breakout rooms. And if people have questions for some of the presenters, if they come on later. So that's kind of a neat way to design an event where you have a big Thing happening and then you have a smaller Ooh, and all right looks like jerry just checked out the raise hand thing what's your question uh no i just wanted to see how it worked <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome that, that that was what i meant by a by a speaker's list if you could maintain a speaker's list but i can see that if i was conducting a meeting of 20 people i could see who wanted to speak by 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 who had their hands up yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and, a great idea. And you've taken my hand down now. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can you can also do it. Sure. 
Yeah. So, so in, yeah. Yeah. So in the chat there, you can try that, try raising your hand and then lowering your hand. Um, so does anybody have, um, Oh, and Michelle said she, Oh, you had to reboot your computer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, there's, I discovered um, on the lower left, there's a control for the audio. And uh, if you click on the arrow, you can change the speaker. And that worked for me the second time. The first time I rebooted my computer, it took forever. That is a very good point. I'm glad you mentioned that, Michelle. I should have said that earlier, that sometimes you, you get on a meeting with somebody and they're like, you can see them mouthing, I can't hear you. <laughs> You can go into the chat and leave them a message that says, you know, by the uh, microphone icon, there should be a little up arrow. Try that and see if you can change your audio settings to choose a different speaker or mic. You know, it's really funny. I just lost my sound while you were saying that. <laughs> I've been having trouble with my audio. I'm like, anyway, I'm back. We're getting a close-up of Jimmy's finger. <laughs> so, um, so how are you guys doing? Do you do you have any final questions? Do you do you feel like you are a little more comfortable um, with? How about let's let's try putting something something in the chat on a scale of. One to ten. So ten, you're like a master, you're fearless, and one is like you'd really rather not do it. On a scale of one to ten, how do you feel about doing um, organizing a Zoom meeting now? What's where do you? Put I don't it? know where my chat is. I can't find where to oh, write. Right. and you're on the Galaxy. I think someone else yes. had that yeah. same problem. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that could that could be what it is, is that on the phone, oh, okay. you okay. might be able to check, you know, just Google for what are the Zoom controls okay. from the Galaxy, because sure. it might be, yeah. sounds like they're a bit hidden, because okay. you're the second person that had them. Okay. Okay. How, well, how do I enter something on chat? Um, so, there... Did you find the little chat bubble on the bottom of your screen or the top of your screen? And I see everybody else has answered, but I can't. Um, if you click on the very bottom there, on it, chat. It, it says type message here. Type message here. Or does it say something different for you as a participant? I don't see that at all. It does say type message here at the once you have the Zoom group chat open, so it's in the middle of your screen. So you're seeing the chat, yeah. So first you click on the the bubble, the chat bubble on your control bar. Good. And then on the bottom, it should have a little blank spot that says um, type message here. I don't see that. Yeah. Okay, well, I have no idea, and that's the thing. <laughs> I can show you, Marge. Okay. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> oh, perfect. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thank you, everybody, for joining. And, you know, no, the, the, the cool thing about us being on the Internet, you can just Google, you know, Google that shit, <laughs> whatever you're not able to find how to do, then there's already a tutorial or something out there. I mean, there's also, you know, Zoom help um, if, if you need to do that too. Thank um, you. It's a good resource as well. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks everybody for, for joining. I hope to see you on the Earth Week Summit and maybe everywhere else kind of in the world. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>
Remember to check out all the resources to help you make a positive eco-impact in your community at greenteamacademy.com. Thanks so much and see you right back here soon.